welcome to another episode of right trend geek show we are your host vishnu and shankar and uh, in this episode we're going to talk about something that we have been meaning to talk about for a long long time Before we get into this episode I just want to point out one of the glaring mistakes that I've ever made in my podcasting career like last episode I mentioned that uh, the Dutch company VOC was valued around 7.9 billion dollars but it's actually 7.9 trillion dollars wow so that was a trillion dollar company i think there is only 1 trillion dollar company in the world today right which one is it apple <laughs> No, no, there are others yeah. like uh, oh, yeah, I think Saudi Aramco. Yeah, yeah, correct. Then uh, yeah, there are many others mm. right now. But nothing as as big as seven. No, trillion, no, 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 seven no, no. trillion, right? No, no. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, mistakes do happen, so we just corrected it. We'll put a link in the description also uh, of the episode. Yeah. Uh, ep- not description. Potentially. Uh, podcasting notes i am uh, confusing between the notes and description because recently i started my youtube channel so <coughs> <laughs> shameless plug uh, we'll leave a link in the <laughs> link in the description or show notes so the topic we have chosen for today is malayalam cinema and i remember we talking about this so like at least like some 7 8 months back and i had made detailed notes about it but it just got stalled because we were like actually thinking about calling a celebrity and having them talk about malayalam cinema with us but that didn't work out maybe it might still happen but uh, we'll just kick start the series yeah, anyway yeah as of now we are not that popular <laughs> enough to like get someone who is like that's not the reason to blame it on episode. corona because of covid yeah. 19 we couldn't have that episode we are not supposed to talk about it you is know it? right yeah because anything that has corona okay. it, they'll flag it let's put it on the pandemic that is happening right now we'll yeah. not take the name of the pandemic yeah. So I thought I'll make a blog about it and it kind of took off so I thought you know why not make it into a podcast format and see how people would uh, you know react to it so malayalam cinema what is your thoughts about it okay here is very honest thoughts about malayalam cinema i was never excited about malayalam film cinema until very recently i think we moved back from delhi to kerala in the mid of 90s right and i was not a kid who was too much into movies as such but malayalam movies was always the least priority maybe because we were not exposed enough to understand the depth of the uh, cinema there and whatever came afterwards especially late 90s and the whole of 2000s there are very few movies which are really worth even mentioning as good movies right there was a time in malayalam cinema where there was a lot of crap coming out then everything started changing around early to mid 2010s right yeah, that yeah. is the last decade and recently we have been seeing a sudden upsurge in the popularity of malayalam movies especially not just contained within the region of kerala or the area where malayalis exist people from other states and other countries and everybody is starting to appreciate malayalam movies a lot in fact i started getting back into malayalam movies when my friends who are not malayali started <laughs> suggesting you know certain malayalam movies which they thought were um, awesome one such movie I mean probably we'll be taking names of many many movies uh, one such movie which became very popular especially where we stay um, in this state is I think Drishyam 
Drishyam, yeah. And people just became fans of Mohanlal and all that. And I start, I watched the movie just because people started pestering me in my office, asking me to watch it. They you're a like, Malayali and you haven't watched Malayali, it. You're a Malayali, what? <laughs> you are such a useless fellow. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. I think I watched it right on time. Yeah, so that is my take on Malayalam movie. 90s, I was not aware. But there are really good movies uh, which came out in the 80s and early 90s. Those were the times when I was not aware of them. Later when I started watching Malayalam movies, they were not m- really good movies. I wouldn't put a blanket statement, but they were very rarely uh, something good came out. The day is 23rd October 1930. You are at the Capitol Theatre in Thiruvananthapuram to catch the first show of the first Malayalam silent movie with your friends you are an upcoming actor and part of one of the popular theater groups at the time theater has been part of your life since the first time you took the stage back when you were 12 and you do not know what life would have been without it so this new form of storytelling medium fascinated you you were part of one of the few from this part of the world who knew and appreciated the work of artists from the west such as the funny charlie chaplin the daring douglas fairbanks the controversial wd griffith and the character driven john barrymore on the other hand your friends were not but with enough insistence you made them accompany you you enter the hall take a seat and wait for the movie to begin what you witness for the next 40 minutes blows your mind as you walk out of the theater you realize the cinema landscape will never be the same again your friends who never showed any interest were silent throughout your walk home how is this possible how did jc daniel make this is he a magician your parents your siblings your relatives were all against your career path of acting but vikata kumaran renewed your confidence in the art you know there is something in it It is a medium of storytelling the society will embrace. As you go to sleep, a smile fades into your face, thinking about your beloved art shaping up to be the next big thing. Over the years, the landscape of Malayalam cinema has changed. It has evolved. From the get-go, Malayalam cinema showed promise with its themes surrounding relevant social issues, even though it took off only during the latter half of the 20th century. Who would have thought there is any potential to this industry when J.C. Daniel crafted the masterpiece Vigata Kumaran, the first Malayalam movie back in 1930? Though Daniel lost most of his belongings producing movies and lived in relative poverty later in life, Malayalam cinema exceeded everyone's expectations and grew into a landscape that boasts some of the most finely crafted works of Indian cinema.
So when we talk about Malayalam cinema, there's one name which we cannot just ignore. It's J.C. Daniel. He is said to be the father of Malayalam cinema. And uh, he's the person who made the first silent movie, uh, Vikata Kumaran, back in 1920s. But it was re- there is still a debate about when it was released. It's said that it released in 1928 and also like 1930s. We are still not sure <laughs> like about it. Like how hard is it to keep a track of that? Because it was not an important thing back then, right? You know, the first yeah. movie, no one was like looking forward to it. Only a few actually appreciated the art of cinema. Even though everyone remembers J.C. J. Daniel, there is one name which no one actually uh, remembers. Members. This person is actually said to be the father of Balayalam cinema and theatre industry because he set up the first cinema hall which had manually operated projectors mm-hmm. and this was set up in Thrissur, our district. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard about Joe's Theatre? Absolutely went and watched many movies also there. Yeah, so this person's name is Katukar and Varuni Jose. Manually operated projector was established in 197 and uh, he went on to set up Joe's Electrical Bioscope in 1913. So he started the movement, but then J.C. Daniel came in uh, into the fray like in 1920s and he was very much fascinated with uh, the movies which were produced in uh, Bollywood back then. I'm not even sure if, if it was called Bollywood. So J.C. Daniel, he was very much fascinated with all the things that is happening in the cinema world. He went to Chennai to figure out what are the equipment that you can use and figure out the ways how it's produced and all that but he didn't get get an entry into the studio so he went to mumbai back in 1920s and figured out how it's done what kind of equipment he'll need to like make a movie then he went back and then he established the first film studio in kerala which is the travancore national pictures limited in 1926 and he directed the first malayalam silent film vigatha kumaran If you wa- if you watch the movie Celluloid which was released in 2013 with Prithviraj in lead right mm, I have not completely watched the movie would have watched it here and there a little bit Yeah that movie covers the story of JC Daniel oh. I haven't watched it at all I so, try to like find it everywhere but uh, yeah it's no So Prithvi is acting as uh, JC Daniel Yeah yeah Malayalam movie had a slow start because uh, till 1950s there were only like two silent films made and only three talkies so the second silent film which was made was based on an epic the movie's name was Mathandavarma and uh, yeah in the last episode we <laughs> he talked seems about to crop up in all yeah, episodes recently. I said talked about him I think maybe I should frame it a little better talked yes, about yes. them okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this movie was released in 1933 and it was of course based on uh, Malayalam literature but the movie got struck by copyright issues <laughs> yeah serious because back in the 30s yeah and it was the first movie to be struck with copyright wow. issues it was almost to, the first movie to be released in malayalam cinema yeah, right yeah and sec- <laughs> yeah and they had to take it off from theaters uh, within like 5 days yeah wow, within 5 days <laughs> yeah i wonder how was the copyright claim process and all those things i have no idea because there is like very less information about mm. that and there there are no um, copies remaining of that wow. movie so it's like lost forever and then came the first malayalam talkie it was uh, called balan released in 1938 and this film was like commercially pretty successful and it mm-hmm. featured like around 23 songs 
the movie was only songs then and uh, like bathanda varma there are no copies existing of this movie oh this baran also doesn't exist anymore yeah. is it yeah. how is that even possible May- because it's a m- very new medium and people never thought it'll survive to be one of the best uh-huh. mediums of uh, what is the storytelling just telling. like the first podcast which i started yeah yeah i'm glad that it's not there anymore yeah, yeah and uh, that movie had the first recorded line right like dialogue mm-hmm. it was uh, a dialogue which was uttered by alapi vincent can you guess what it would be i'm sure it's not good morning or welcome to another episode or okay i'll give you a hint it's not a malayalam word the first malayalam talky movie ha- did not have a malayalam word in the first sentence sentence you're right you're it, half hello? right yes hi hello <laughs> hello it was two words hello good morning no it was hello mr <laughs> Hello Mr Pereira <laughs> and you know what i it's really interesting to see heavy use of english in all these old uh, movies i'm just not just talking about malayalam movies even in bollywood the, there were some characters who would like to much into english and all that for example if you look at sugumari sugumari is a very was a very famous actress right and she has played many characters which is uh, which are uh, these anglo indian characters yeah right? yeah and boing, she was al- she was almost typecast into that many movies uh, came out where she was an anglo indian and she extensively uses english languages and all that and even in hindi films right anyone from uh, any any character who is anglo indian is a pereira or Sak- Korea from Goa and they were typecast <laughs> like like I don't know they and they use only English words and stuff like it I don't know yeah there are like instances in Malayalam movies also where the, where they I I don't know who wants to show off probably the director like there is a song called Airam Pada Surangal right mm. I don't remember which movie it is played played by Prem Nasir I remember the scene where a kid is falling into water same same like song that. same yeah. song it's from the same song so there is this character who who is who comes on screen with the camera and he goes to this girl and and he'd be like can i get a naked picture of you What? yes yes i watched that movie and i was like where did that come from do people even understand what naked means i don't think so i don't think so i'm pretty sure back in the day no one i mean like malayalis most of them didn't understand what naked meant <laughs> so it must have just passed by but when i watched it back in like 2000 some year it was like pretty shocking for me and he keeps on repeating it throughout the movie <laughs> wow what kind of value does that add to a movie i have no idea so moving on then in 1940 the second talkie was released it was called gnanampika and then 1941 prahlada again prahlada is also an epic and uh, most of these movies were produced by tamil producers and were shot outside of kerala and uh, but then later on the shift happened when the production was moved from chennai to like trivandrum and kochi In 1950s there were about 6 movies produced every year and in 60s it turned to like 30 70s we had around 40 movies produced every year I think half of that would be Prem Nasir's movie Yeah and Sheila's <laughs> Imagine in 50s a movie night comes every what two years once yeah right so if you tell your friends that okay this was a nice movie meet you in the next that means you're going to meet them after two years probably <laughs> yeah so in 1980s there were about 127 movies releasing every year malayalam movies in 1980s 80s yeah so the shift of production from chennai to trivandrum happened uh, for the first time when uh, 
Kunjako Bowen he set up Udaya Studios in 1947 and then when he, you say Kunjako Bowen he it's not the current current Kunjako Bowen right it's no, his no, grandfather no. It's, it's his grandfather yeah. so, so his grandfather was called Kunjako Bowen his father was called Bowen Kunjako <laughs> and this guy is called Kunjako Bowen yeah it's it's pretty funny but it's so yeah. easy to name kids in their family isn't it yeah and uh, Udaya Studios uh, they produced this movie called Velli Nakshatram in 1949 which was the first malayalam movie to be produced in uh, and then uh, the whole landscape changed when uh, this guy called pj chiriyan he produced this movie called nirmala in 1948 why did it change the landscape because he cast his family members in the movie and uh, it was the first time a movie featured playback singing and it had like 15 uh, songs in total and because he used his own family members to act in the movie the whole idea of uh, acting being like a low level job that whole concept changed because yeah he was from a respectable strata of the society and uh, if he can do it i think the the, the respect for like actors mm. increased on its own yeah that was about 1940s 20s 30s 40s and in 50s there came like most of the movies which released during that time uh, were based on like relevant social issues if you look at one of the most popular movies from the 1950s neela kuil right uh, it was about a professor in the higher strata of society he falls in love or probably he was just horny he <laughs> he gets a girl from uh, a lower strata of society pregnant And I think this movie is very popular for its songs. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was probably the first time, you know, Malayalam movies just stopped copying songs from Hindi movies. And it had some major successful tunes like Kuilina Thedi yeah. and all those kind of songs. So this movie was highly successful. And uh, it also received President Silver Medal. Yeah, then this was in 1954. But before that, there was this movie called uh, Jeevi the Nauga in 1951. Mm-hmm. and it had tikrushi sukumaran nair in lead role that was also like very relevant for that time and it ran for like 284 days and the theme of the movie was like you know there there is this guy who uh, studies really well and he has all the qualifications but he's not able to find a job mm-hmm. i think it's that 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 uh, theme is like relevant That's even now it's a timeless theme <laughs> yeah <right>? <laughs> so so like you should imagine back then only like at its you know growing stage just just after inception and it's just growing there were like relevant issues they used to take and make movies on then came this uh, movie called newspaper boy 90 in 1955 it's like a neo noir film where so the movie followed uh, the life of a boy who used to sell newspaper to support his family and uh, this movie was directed like the end to end process of the movie was handled by students but what do you mean students like it was not by like some professional who produced there were like a professional producing it but the thing was like direction mm-hmm. like scripting screenplay everything was handled by students mm-hmm. so that was a big deal back then and uh, again in 1960s uh, it was a time when similar things happened relevant social issues movies were made on relevant social issues but there were like a lot of fuss fuss which happened during that time like uh, this movie called kandam bachcha coat mm-hmm. 19 in 1960s uh, 61 it became the first color film in malayalam i was about to ask which yeah. was the first mal- yeah. color film then of course in 1964 bhargavi nilayam released yeah i've n- i've not watched the movie completely okay uh, and i've been hearing about this since my childhood as being as being the horror movie in malayalam film industry right 
Of course, there are others, uh, but this one I think probably was the first one. It was the first one. Mm. Even the songs were like pretty, you know, pretty messed right, up. Right. Like it, the screenplay was written by uh, Muhammad Bashir. Like a Muhammad Bashir. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea that. Yeah, that's what. (laughs) I didn't know that he writes screenplays. I thought he was just a writer. Like, he writes books and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but later on, he did write a few screenplays, including Madhilugal. I think Madhilugal was his. Which, that Mamuti's movie? Yeah, yeah. I have to go and watch Bhargavi Nilayam now because I have been. It's there in YouTube. And as you said, it looks pretty spooky, especially with that black and white, you know, thing. Yeah. What was the song? Yeah. So that became the first horror movie. Then in 1965, Chemin released. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Malayali, you of course know about yes. Chemin, right? I think I watched Chemin when I was uh, five or six years old. Yeah, same here. It was uh, directed by Ramu uh, Kariat, who who was also part of uh, Neela Kuil. And then uh, written by Tagadi Shiva Shankarapillai, who went on to become one of the greatest screenwriters in mm-hmm. Malayalam cinema. And it also, it was the first movie to receive... Uh, President's National Award. Film Award, like a gold medal yeah, or something yeah. from the president. Yes. I think it's a, it's a milestone movie, which actually would have probably placed Malayalam cinema into, uh, you know, the national... National level, yeah. Level, yeah. And then, uh, for the sake of it, I added one more movie, the first psychological thriller <laughs> in Malayalam that. cinema in 1968. <laughs> the movie called Yakshi released. Let me tell you one thing, okay? I... I feel that Yakshi is a really well thought out and amazing movie. It's really ahead of its time, right? Because first time when we saw it, I think we were really young. Probably not the intended audience for that movie. And um, I I didn't really understand it. Because the movie tries to create a theme. Okay, should we spoil it for people? or if yeah, someone go ahead, to... go ahead. Right. So next two minutes will be, <laughs> will be the spoilers for the movie. If you don't want to hear it, you can skip ahead. So the movie tries to, uh, you know, portray that there is a, a lady who is a uh, yakshi. Yakshi is a female ghost. To put it very plainly, there are other. Uh, it's discrete. really complicated. Yeah. So we'll just. Leave it's it like right. a yeah, vampire lady kind of a thing. So uh, the, there is this hero who is trying to write a novel or something. He's a novelist. He's a sci- He was a scientist. Oh yeah, he was. I kind of. Uh, I think in uh, Bhargavi Nilayam he's a writer. Yeah. yeah. So this guy is a scientist. He comes to stay in a house and. You know, he kind of finds this lady, they become, you know, they got get into an affair and stuff like that. And at the end, it seems like she's a ghost, right? That's what they try to portray. But in fact, the real thing is that he kills her because he's important or something like yeah. that, right? Like he meets with an accident while in mm. his lab. They, yeah. uh, the, see, the issue with that movie is like, it's weird how it's times. They didn't have the technical what is that backing to show that showcase that movie in a proper way like the yeah. lab they show is like pretty much a no, uh, couple the, of weakers uh, that they have that's what I'm way. saying right um, the movie industry didn't have the infrastructure to capture the essence of the the theme of the movie right if it was shot in today's time we could have built a nice story about the accident and whatnot but even without that if you can think, if see, you have to uh, imagine most of the things in your mind while watching the movie, right? And when that that scene is revealed, where uh, we get to know that the real issue is this, it's like a very mind blowing mo- moment, which I didn't get when I was watching the movie, but maybe many many years later. Yeah, we used we mocked it for a long time. Exactly. I think especially Adrubasi's comedy scenes in the yeah, movie. Yeah, the comedy yeah, that, was, that was a little bad. cringy, but still. 
yeah so uh, like he meets with an accident where he becomes disfigured and also he he becomes important i don't know how that works out but maybe he was always yeah probably he was so he had this inferiority complex throughout that prompted him to like see her through a different eye and so she was this whole thing yeah she was her. really this beautiful woman and he wanted to dominate show that he's still a man or something by dominating yeah. her which he was not able to do she was kind of okay with that it's yeah. not that she made a big fuss but his ego came in between and he murdered Yeah, one of Satyan's greatest performances. It's insanely good. And movie. did you know that he was suffering from uh, blood Leuke- cancer, leukemia, leukemia right? during For that time? Yeah. yeah, and he pulled through it up. Yeah. I have no idea how he did it. So that's it for this episode, and we'll be continuing this conversation in the next part. So till then, goodbye. Take care.